cool <clears throat> so hey guys uh, welcome to the newest episode of the saas sessions podcast i'm sunil i'm your host for today uh, in my last episode we hosted uh, my colleague kritika hosted uh, the director of customer success at clever tap minakshi ganesh and they talked about cu- customer success during a pandemic like situation and how clever tap is navigating through it uh, for this episode we have siddharth sharma who was the direct who was heading digital marketing at clever tap before and uh, he he currently you know he, he's the director of marketing and growth at carix he's a seasoned marketing leader with 12 years of you know experience uh, helping organizations build and deliver on marketing so hey siddharth welcome to the podcast thank you sunil pleasure to be here great so uh, siddharth can you can you uh, tell us tell the audience more about yourself and you know how did you get into carix yeah so uh, hi everyone uh, i'm siddharth i currently head growth marketing at carix as we said uh, so what is carix uh, carix is the largest global business cloud communication provider for enterprise and developers carix basically empowers a lot of organizations to enable smarter communication with their customers and employees so in my earlier roles i headed digital teams at clevertap simply learn and manipal mm-hmm. so basically i just love everything to do with digital and marketing so this is my core area on the professional side <laughs> nice and and can you tell us more about your journey from you know simply learn then into uh, like you know simply learn i don't know it's it's not a saas so yeah. from from simply learn into clever tap and then now into carix right so you kind of pivoted into saas so was there a yeah. like was there a reason behind it or it just kind of happened so i have been pretty lucky with my companies right so if i start with simply learn even before simply learn i was working with this uh, great dog called manipal mm-hmm. and then i moved to simply learn it was and is a fabulous company i learned a lot about b2c marketing at simply learn my role uh, started off with a sort of demand generation role there where i was handling uh-huh. webinars and content marketing mm-hmm. and then i moved into automation and new initiatives uh, there i truly understood how marketing holds the uh, revenues you know at the mm-hmm. at the organization level so when i was there you know at uh, at simply learn i got a lot of uh, uh, you know b2c is always running behind the one metric which is revenue right you're always on it and you know uh, it's a it's a daily struggle right right uh, you know in my talks with a lot of people and everything i understood that you know b2b marketing is also something that uh, initially b2b marketing was thought of as something of just doing events right, right. events and collateral and mm-hmm. then you know i i started talking to a lot of folks outside and they were like hey it's a lot more and you know digital can contribute and i started chatting and you know i got a chance to talk with almitra and then one thing led to another and then at clevertap i got the chance to build and lead the entire digital engine uh great minds again at a, at a single place and there was a lot of discussion a lot of learning and from there i basically now moved on to carix which is basically i'm starting and building the growth engine on the marketing side from scratch that's uh that's really great that's a interesting journey uh so in this episode said uh we discussed on talking about like you know taking a new perspective towards marketing right so i'm very uh, we are very familiar with the golden triangle which is why how and what so we i think most of the companies know the why and you know uh, why part and how part why part of marketing like you know everybody knows like you know why they are doing it whatever they are doing and uh, they have clear goal they have a clear focus they have a clear uh, you know path uh, on uh, you know in front of them but you know uh, when it comes to you know after figuring out why it comes to you know all, everything comes to and focusing on how so can you tell us more about like you know when when you had 
all your uh, purpose is clear and then how did you navigate like you know marketing or how, how did you take up these challenges uh, while at clevertap and now at carex yeah so great question and uh, and i think there were there are three four questions in that one question <laughs> <laughs> so i think yeah you are right when you say you know a lot of organizations have got the why part right mm-hmm. like why marketing why do we need that etc and and also borrow from sangram vajra at this point where they where he goes on to say every b2b companies even know what they do they know what right. the mission is they know what the product or the service is so mm-hmm. what is like most of the companies now live and die by right so mm-hmm. and you know most organizations but have suddenly started realizing that you know if uh, the typical funnel and typical way to approach this problem like you have a silo channel okay ppc bringing you one lead mm-hmm. social media bringing you one lead and then you know sales are dropping some leads they have started realizing there's something wrong with this model and you know uh, this is where you know everything in marketing has started, started getting chaotic right mm-hmm. i mean uh, we we both know this right i mean on the flow people are like okay we are not getting these many leads sales guys are like we are not getting leads and everything etc etc mm-hmm. now uh, this is chaos in marketing right now right. if you want to achieve success by marketing i think uh, how are you going to say how are you going to do what you said you are going to do and that gets very complicated in marketing right so uh, i believe most of us have taken up taken a fragmented approach to solving marketing problems Uh, say you know when when I was at Sunbeam uh, Clever Tap and you know say in a particular quarter leads or revenue the down and the challenge is post to marketing like you know increase that particular metric by say twenty to thirty percent. Typically, how this would flow down is each channel function owner would be given an increment on their uh, targets right. and in totality the market would increase the lead. So right. basically, for a hammer everything look, looks like a nail. So each function tries to solve it using their their specialization. So right. the sales guy would come back and tell you hey you know i'm going to increase it by 50% i need a 30% increase in budget and i'll give you 50% extra or whatever right whatever metric mm-hmm. you think not yeah now you know if we just relook at this and we take a step back and we say hey marketing needs to increase lead by 3% but mm-hmm. is this only for this quarter or say for the next two quarters and say we know two channels can contribute to the increment without hampering the budget so much and the rest form a support so it's basically you figure out and you know think about it in terms of a program maybe it's an ad hoc program right? right and you want to increase so the ad hoc program is to increase or you know pump in leads by 30% more this quarter so mm-hmm. how can you th- take a holistic approach say the brand is the brand might just work right you know, say right. okay you know what we are uh, we are maxed out in terms of ppc uh, we might not get anything so mm-hmm. let's take a approach on brand and then let's use retargeting So you're not only thinking about brand; you're also thinking about the retargeting. And then the social right. person would come and say, "Okay, you know what? When we are doing this, why not target those specific companies in which we are with our target audience? Why mm-hmm. don't we focus them on LinkedIn and push them down to our conversion?" Now, that's you know, that's that's basically looking at the holistic view, thinking about all channels, all functions, trying to solve one goal right. instead of taking every channel trying to solve the goal. Right. right. So uh, I think there are very few organizations that look at a problem this way, and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think all of us should start, you know, thinking about it in these terms. And you know, it it basically will make marketing more interesting, and basically will get a lot of marketers more lead and more. Uh, it will open up their minds a lot. Right. That's a, that's that's an interesting, and I think companies now in these times, uh, you know, especially they should. figure out the how part very carefully and you know very strategically because 
they would have laid out the strategies of the you know 2020 uh, in the beginning in Jan and Feb, and then you know this whole thing happened, and now they need to change, or they now need to pivot or transition into a completely new strategy, right? So I think that that's where the how part comes in. Like you know how did how are you getting uh, how are you planning to get those same number of leads uh, with some different approach or you know with some on via some different channels. So what are some of the things that you did, uh, did at Carex? I guess you joined very recently and uh, you had a very brief time with your team as well. So maybe we yeah. can talk about the teams later. But how in terms of you know transitioning into a new strategy? So how did you do at Carex? So. Uh... So, so like you know when i started off at carex i start off with any other company right i always look at data and relationship first mm -hmm. i try to understand the data around marketing sales and ops understanding the existing setup and most importantly building relationships with almost all the stakeholders and the team on the floor right, right. now uh, like you said uh, covid hit uh, covid 19 hit around march and you know we were all uh, you know we were all uh, asked to relook at our strategies so some of you know in uh, some of organizations, marketing budgets have been cut or they have been frozen because companies don't want to lose the cash, right? Because cash mm -hmm. in the bank is really valuable right now. Right. So at, at Carex, what, uh, you know, uh, we got, we, I mean, even our, uh, from a senior management and I got together and we were all looking at it and we talked out some few programs that marketing has to essentially deliver on, right? So it's right. a combination of uh, hygiene work, it's a combination of new initiatives and it's a combination of, okay, you know, if, if we reduce the so the questions are now basically more about okay if i reduce the budget by say 30 percent what is the impact on say the other metrics that you're going to look what is the impact on paid traffic what is the impact on your content marketing initiatives what's the impact right. on everything right so right. basically we re-looked at that strategy and we came up with another different plan which basically talked about hey how can marketing uh, instead of just uh, trying to spend more money and more money and uh, you know uh, thinking this is thinking that, okay, this will blow over, how can we take this time and, you know, uh, figure out something new, completely different, because this is like a, I mean, so think of it like a pit stop, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of times when we are, uh, when we are doing marketing, we are always like changing tires on a, on a already running, fast running car, right? Now, yeah. this, this can also be thought of as a pit stop where you actually take a good look at the car and try to fix up whatever is not there or whatever is broken. So totally. that's how uh, we are thinking about it. That's that's really great. That's good to know, and that's I think that's a good new perspective, you know, towards towards uh, marketing in these times, uh, especially. And now talking about the teams, uh, right? So how how do you make your team take the same road as well, right? Because you just got into this new, uh, like you know, new new company, new setup, and uh, your team does not know you a lot, and yeah. like you know, how did how do you actually build the relationship with the team and how do you make them take the same road or believe in you or, you know, make them think as you think as well? Yeah, so, uh, one is that you've got to understand what they are, uh, what they are, what their apprehensions and what their uh, thought process is, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I joined the team uh, and, uh, you know, I basically sat down with people and understood what their aspirations, what their problems and what their uh, thought processes like and what they're going through right like right. some people might be like okay you know there's a lot of work they're overburdened and some people like we oh, this is not my job description why should i do this why should i not do that mm -hmm. there are, and some people are like okay you know i am trying to do the best i can but i am involved in too many projects none of my projects are moving forward 
So you've got to basically understand each one's problems, each one's skills, each one's aspirations, and understand them very well. And then basically lay out the plan that you have in your head and then define, okay, you know, I would expect you to take up this role and I would expect you to take up this role. Uh, And it is difficult when you know something is working, you want to double down on it, right? It's hard to take a leg off the pedal and look from a 50,000 feet level. But uh, if you can provide the psychological safety net that employees mostly worry about, especially in these times, right? If you tell them, okay, you know, uh, we don't know if the job will be there or not. If you can just, if you know, if you can uh, provide that psychological safety net, you right. can uh, give them that confidence, and uh, and you can tell them, hey, I don't want you to overburden or overstress yourself. I want you to deliver on say fifty percent of the things, but I want you to deliver me hundred and fifty percent on those fifty percent things. I don't want you to deliver me sixty percent, seventy percent on hundred things. So uh, first of all, make sure that they are valued, understand them, and they should not be they should not fear anything right, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then basically you know get everyone into a room explain explain the problem and say okay you know this is what the business challenges we are facing and this is what the senior management is thinking how do we right. solve this problem for the business right and if everyone's value or input is called uh, i mean everyone's inputs are valued right right they they would be they, they would be more than happy to go along with you in the plan because at the end of the day, inherently everybody wants is basically to be valued and to be respected, right? That's the human nature. Totally, yeah. And if you can if you can provide them that, right, and you can tell them, hey, I respect you, I respect your thoughts, I value your inputs, and mm-hmm. uh, this is what the entire company and uh, the same thing. You can't please everybody. You can't mm-hmm. uh, you can't please everybody. But at the end of the day, if the person is feeling respected and said, okay, you know, I had a fair fair shot at this. I he the person heard heard me out, and I was given a chance to present my views, they'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, go the way you want them to go. Totally. And I think uh, that's a great way, right? You know, uh, being fully transparent with uh, what's happening uh, within the company with only, you know, people in your team. So that kind of gives them a great view of what's actually happening. And, you know, uh, then, you know, as, as you said, right, providing the psychological uh, safety net that, that would help a lot, you know, I mean, so... Uh, so what are the, some of the uh, initiatives that you have taken, uh, like, you know, in, in terms of uh, pivoting or what have you pivoted into, right? So at, at CARIC, so you, you are, are you doing any virtual events or are you doing any virtual summits or something, you know, these, these channels are really yeah. trending as of now. So any, right. any, any campaigns that you guys are running? Uh, so we are basically, yeah, so basically we were focused a lot of events before and uh-huh. uh, now we are looking at uh, moving obviously these two virtual events, right? Uh-huh. We, we've got to engage with our audience, we've got to put out our thoughts out there and right. we've got to engage with the people where they are. The only difference is uh, in events, everything, uh, say six, seven months back, everything was hunky-dory, people were in a, people used to, they, I mean, they're not inherently scared. Right uh-huh. now, people at the at a base level, people are either frustrated or they're scared. Right? I mean, it's happening all around us. Some of us are affected. There are people whose uh, whose loved ones are in the hospital. Somebody right. might have lost someone. So inherently, there is that frustration, scared, angered, and you've got to understand all this and basically plan out your virtual event. Right? You just cannot be a salesy kind of a person anymore. Right? It, mm-hmm. it was it was it was also not a great idea, but you know people. If you're in a hunky-dory situation, you could get down to business faster. But right. uh, now you've got to understand them and tell them, okay, you know, we can help you as our product can help you solve this problem in your professional life. But right. uh, 
we don't want to force you right now. We're not trying to force you. We're trying to think about it. We're, we're giving you an option. Think right. about it. And, you know, uh, if we can, we would love to help you. And uh, we're thinking about on, on that on those lines. And obviously, we're focusing more on our content marketing engine. So right. we're trying to see how we can, you know, ramp up on the content marketing part. Because one thing that the COVID-19 has shown us and what this is going to uh, is going to tell everyone out there. I mean, every, it was it was pretty much a common knowledge, but you know, a lot of people still still believe that you know you could do uh, marketing without actually generating content. But uh, now everyone's going to realize the value of content because companies that have invested in marketing content, basically invested in their content marketing, they would basically be leaps and bounds ahead of um, right. of brands that are not focusing on those. So. We're trying to figure out on those terms as well. Right. I think, yeah, that's totally true. So in my, so I was doing a lot of research in what companies are doing as well. And so one thing I've noticed is like, uh, you know, so people have now a lot of time. So to figure out, you know, what they want to buy or what they, what product they want to invest into, uh, you know, six months down the line or maybe three months down the line. So now, uh, now more than ever, your, you know, your customers and your the consumer are researching about these products that we are providing uh, more than ever before, right? So they ha- they have a lot of time. So they are researching, they are investing time into uh, like you know figuring out what's best, what's the best tool that they can use, what's the best service that they can use, and who's who, who are these companies that uh, who are going to provide these tools and services to me in a in a you know most the, the best way that uh, that is possible and the best way that I want and. So that's why content is like really great uh, in terms of all uh, all this because if you create this content now, if you engage with these people now, and maybe you know six months down the line they choose you. So is is this something that you are also doing at Carrix? Yeah, we are doing something similar. Yes, that's that's really interesting. And uh, yeah, I think we have reached the course of time here. So I have a few lightning questions uh, for you. I mean. It was great uh, taking about uh, you know the new perspective that you guys are focusing at Carex uh, in, in terms of marketing and uh, digital marketing. But uh, you know let's let's get on to the lightning round or uh, like, you know. So uh, people have a lot of time right now, Sid. And uh, what's your favorite book that you would recommend to the listeners? Something that helps uh, you the most. Yeah. yeah, I mean across functions and across uh, job descriptions and across people, I think one of the books that I would really recommend people read at this time. There are two actually. One is obviously uh, thinking fast and slow, and mm-hmm. the other is range. Okay, that's that's great. And uh, so, said what what keeps you going? Like, uh, what's the motivation for you? So uh, you know, I just the motivation is just to you know fight another day. Like you mm-hmm. know, this happened, and you know, I just want to see. I mean, it's it's it'll be interesting about you know how the world will be after this, or how the world is going to adapt. So this is a possibly a once in a generation option to, you know, be in this situation and, you know, look at, okay, how can I take the most positive thing out of it? That's great. And if, uh, my last question uh, said, like, if the current you could call the 25-year-old you, what would you say to him? I would just say, buckle up for the ride. It's going to be fun, but a lot tough. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, that's, I think, for most of uh, uh, exciting uh, times in 25 year olds because I'm 25. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you should buckle up because, you know, post, post this, what I predict and what I'm thinking, another say five years, six years down the line, uh, the next generation of marketers that come out, right. 
yeah. they would be much more steady than I or my current totally. players are because you guys yeah. have seen this in the beginning. You have seen the impact. Next time yeah. you guys will be. I mean, this will be at the back of your head when you do anything else, right? So yeah. you guys are more steady. You guys will have more. Uh, yeah. More horizon, more broadened horizon. You guys would be awesome. Yeah, and also always creating a contingency plan for everything. If everything, you know, hey, every <laughs> everything would have a plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it. So thanks a lot, Seth, for taking time and uh, recording the episode with us. And my uh, pleasure. Yep, yep. And uh, just wanted to ask: uh, Is Carix hiring as of now? Yes, we are. So I was just going to put out a post. And yep. uh, in this time, in this kind of uh, environment, where I've seen a lot of uh, you know jobs being filed across yep. organizations, mm-hmm. we are probably a few organizations that are looking to build out the marketing engine. So right. you know, uh, watch out for my post, uh, mm-hmm. and I would be sharing. We are hiring across product, content, digital. So awesome, awesome. So I I'll definitely include this in the show. So if anyone's sure. listening, Carix is hiring, so you can yes. reach out to Sid or reach out to Carix and. Yeah, yeah, please do. Please do. Yeah. If if you are in marketing and you and uh, you know if you're looking out, more than happy to have a conversation. Awesome. So yeah, thanks a lot, Sid, and have a Thank good day. Thank you, Sunil. Stay safe. Thank you. You too, Sunil. Yep.